you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to zobria.com. That's zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly opportunity to field your questions. Your questions can come to us via email, radioprogram at aol.com, the destination. With me today is Layla. Layla Mutin is our nutritionist in residence. We work together on a daily basis at our practice in Manhattan. And uh, how are you doing today, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman, how are you? Very good, thank you. Enjoying uh, the cool September weather. Yeah, it's really it's really nice, really it feels stimulating. Feels good. I, I took a run this morning and it uh-huh. was uh, cool and just a little drizzly. Mm, yes, and, uh, this and, morning. But, yeah. but it's very refreshing because it was it was you know still I wore shorts and I wore shirt sleeves. Yeah, and uh, you know like a short sleeve uh, running shirt, mm-hmm. and you know it it really feels great because after a summer of slogging through the heat, this is yeah. the weather that we really live for. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, we can, we can talk about a lot of things today. Um, it appears mm-hmm. that uh, things are moving in a positive direction mm-hmm. on the COVID front. You're kidding. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm a, Wait, I'm we haven't gone one. through the, the Greek alphabet yet. Wait a, wait a minute. I'm not Dr. Fauci. Don't get confused. <laughs> uh, I'm all for people getting together for Christmas oh, with their good, families. Oh, good. Good. Because I'm going to. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Scrooge, I'm gonna <laughs> not, you know, tell you to bah, hunker in your bunker. Um, you know, so, so, you know, what yeah. we're seeing is kind of a confluence, I think, of good events. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on the one hand, yes, there are breakthrough infections, and it appears that the vaccine is only useful for about, uh, six months in terms yeah. of warding off infections. It does mitigate the severity of infections longer, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's the, the, the bad news. The good news, though, is that they're coming up with, I think, some really good therapeutics. Uh, there is a new drug. Uh, they're, they're, I think they're uh, whitewashing a little bit because it is a drug that is designed to interfere with the RNA of viruses and block them. Mm-hmm. It is uh, a little bit like remdesivir, which is administered intravenously. I think if I remember mm-hmm. it, it's molnupiravir. Mm-hmm. Uh, molnupiravir. They're, hopefully they'll put a, an easier name on it You know when it gets released. And it's a pill that will be given to people at the earliest stages. It's kind of like, in a, in a sense, like Tamiflu, where you have to be, it has to be given early uh, yeah. to work. Within the first few the days, right? Or potentially, hours? you know, like, let's say there's yeah. an exposure situation. Somebody tests positive 
or and then you know they're they're concerned about family members. Well, maybe they can get a five day course of molnupiravir uh, to molnupiravir. Uh, yeah, say okay. that again ten molnupiravir. times. Molnupiravir. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's in the yeah. works. Also, some of these monoclonal antibodies appear to be working. Uh, they are mm-hmm. uh, expensive, and they need to be administered intravenously. They are now setting up more sites where people can get it if they diagnose, they're, they're diagnosed positive. Yeah. Good results on reducing the severity of disease. Um, there are at least a couple of dozen plausible therapies uh, on the on the uh, launch pad, mm-hmm. uh, including one kind of interesting. It's a nasal spray that increases nitric oxide in the nasal passages. Oh, being uh, trialed in India. That's uh-huh. one of the things they often do. If they can't get a clinical trial here, they say, well, let's go to where there's like less regulations and lots and lots of poor people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we use them as guinea pigs. But it's a benign therapy, and there's also lots of other drugs, antiviral yeah. drugs, you know, antibody treatments. And so I think things are going to get better. Uh, you know, as mm-hmm. to crushing COVID, we're not going to crush COVID. We're going to have to coexist with COVID. COVID will be around for a lot longer. Yeah. It may recede in importance to being like a annual nuisance like the flu. Yeah. Um, you know, will there be boosters in perpetuity? That's something I think that they're gonna push on people. Sure. Uh, is that you get your Likely. did you get your COVID shot this year? You know, it's like yeah. it may become like the flu shot. Right. Um right. but you know remember the flu shot was not mandated. It was like get the flu shot, but like if you don't, you yeah. know it's okay. And then get your free flu shot and then suddenly we had a pandemic. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody was biting on the free flu shot either. Right. It's yeah. like, well, you know, if you look at it from a marketing standpoint, there is it is a sinecure for a lot of these pharmaceutical companies. And they also, they, they will come up with better vaccines, mm-hmm. uh, vaccines mm-hmm. that target more of the variants. And they yes. may come up with, see, here's an interesting thing is a lot of people who get vaccinated, they get sick anyway, but they don't get as sick. And the reason is they have immunity deep within their bodies, but they get sick in their nose. Oh. And so the blood circulation is not as 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 good, and so the the virus can take root in their nose. But then when it tries to uh, you know attack all the organs of the body, it encounters resistance from the vaccine. Okay. But it'd be nice to have something that works right at the site of invasion, which is in the nasal passages. Mm-hmm. And some of the proposed vaccines will work in the nose. Mm. That's kind of an interesting approach. That is. And there's there's no ouch. Yeah. Uh, with a nasal spray, right, and, right, and also some early therapeutics where you actually attack it early on. I mean, even uh, you know, saline nasal sprays have been shown to be effective. Just yeah, right. And the nose there's clean. evidence that uh, Clear Nasal Spray, one of our sponsors, they had some good uh, yeah uh, in vitro trials, admittedly not clinical trials, showing that uh, it does combat uh, viruses. So anyway. Right. And so, they were seeking FDA approval for this. emergency use authorization, but of course yeah. it's they're they're going to get shut down because yeah. you know uh, it's too simple. Yeah. It's not it's not a money maker for pharmaceuticals. So mm-hmm. yeah, not good for their business model. So anyway, so I mean, I'm I'm relatively mm-hmm. encouraged that we will have relative normalization. Uh, we're still going to have a lot of uh, you know fighting between the mandates and no mandates and the mask mandates and no man, but you know I think eventually. Uh, that will become less of a um, uh, a talking point mm. for uh, various interests yeah. who are trying to make an ideological point. Hopefully, from you know, one side or the other. A lot of protesting going on. Protesting in yeah. Uh, did you mm-hmm. see there, there's protesting uh, going on in the streets of New York? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and for the last few days, mm-hmm. and other places in the world as well. Right. Yay. 
Yeah, the Europeans are not happy. No. Oh, and the, you know, the, the other thing interesting is that they had these draconian lockdowns in Australia and New Zealand. We had far fewer cases, far fewer deaths than us. But like <laughs> these, these horrible scenes of people, you know, guy goes out to smoke a cigarette, takes his mask off, and he gets like pummeled by, you know, yeah. like, 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 you know, 20 cops. And, and the, they're, they're going to relax that. They're going to relax because there's going to be backlash against that. And there better be backlash it, against it's, that. That's it's, it, absolute hysteria. It's Stalinist and, Russia. What the? What, that's in Nazi Germany. All things. I mean, you think <laughs> Australia is on? like a you know yeah. liberal democracy. What's going on there? Yeah. But then uh, New Zealand has officially uh, uh, abandoned its zero COVID policy. I mean, what they're they're emphasizing is that they're going to have COVID and they want to you know get a lot of people vaccinated. And they want to control it, but they, the goal of eradicating it, I mean, it's an island, so it, it's, it's a possibility if you completely lock down and isolate New Zealand, don't let anybody in, uh, maybe you can put a lid on it. Yeah. But they, they've decided that's, it, the trade-off is, is horrible in terms of the economy, the tourism, uh, the freedom of, of people in New Zealand. Why did it take travel. people so long to figure that out? I know. I know. And, and in it, Scandinavian countries have really relaxed a yeah. lot of it. Uh, I think, uh, Norway, Denmark, uh, some of those countries have really relaxed it because mm-hmm. they said, look, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, it's gonna, it, it will continue to take somewhat of a toll. We're beginning to deal with it better. And we haven't got through the Greek alphabet yet. <laughs> yeah, right. And then the Latin alphabet there is still. Right. The, the variants, the variants, the yes. variants. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. Although the, the Delta seems to be like, the, sort of the the master race of the viral variants that may it, some people think this may be the worst variant uh, that will outcompete all the other variants, and that it's not that, likely that other that variants that this will be is the, the Z of yeah. the most highly transmissible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, which is you know, we'll have to which see. is the point, you know, since it was which intervened. Is which is the point? Yeah. Wow. So, but you know, as to the but just uh, parenthetically, as to the pill. There's a little bit of concern because a pill that disrupts uh, RNA polymerase in viruses mm-hmm. by inserting a phony amino acid, mm. a little bit of a concern that it could have effects on human RNA. A phony amino acid. Yeah. So is that, um, you know, could there be consequences to our own uh replication mechanisms within our cells? Yeah. But it, the good thing about it is you only take it for five days. So maybe you could, I mean, if you had to take it for like a really long time, maybe it could have uh, bad effects on, on humans. Right. But, you know, I think they're also rushing this. Yes. And they bought, you know, they, they plan on, on ramping up production and getting an emergency use authorization and getting 10 million doses, and then it'll become 100 million doses. It's a little bit what they did with Tamiflu yeah. against H1N1. They, they stockpiled billions and billions of dollars of Tamiflu. Of Tamiflu. And then that, that, that flu epidemic didn't pan out. And then plus, the flu evolved to be resistant to Tamiflu. Huh? So you got a lot and of And that can happen. Resist- yeah. Just like antibiotic yeah. resistance, yeah. we can have antiviral The, the good thing about this right? whole new Piravir is that it appears to be broad spectrum against a wide variety of viruses. It was originally uh, trialed in the 70s. Like cold viruses? Other coronaviruses? Yes. yes, it might be a cold pill. Wow. But it, it might also be good against uh, RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, which is a problem in kids. Okay. And, you know, I mean, it it sounds like a wonder drug, but, you know, I'm because we've been burned before, I tend to be cautious about when they say breakthrough. Yes. It, it I, you know, it puts up my 
uh, alarm bells a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whenever they go, mm-hmm. breakthrough. Yeah. It, a lot of mm-hmm. things that have been breakthroughs have been... Not a magic pill. Yeah. Or not a panacea. Yeah. Not much. Chan out. But, you yeah. know, all in all, I think the news is good. That's great. That's great. We have a letter, a handwritten letter from Tom. Oh, I that love is a, a lost art. I Yeah, it feels so good in my hands. It looks so <laughs> nice to look at it and, you know, not look at a at like an electronic device. This is wonderful. Uh, encloses an ad from the Cleveland Plain... Dealer. Dealer. Right. From a company using shockwave therapy mm-hmm. on blood vessels to treat ED. Are you familiar with this treatment? Is it effective for this condition? Is it safe? Can I say what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's peak. Perf- it's called peak performance for men. Mm-hmm. And they say, treat your erectile dysfunction now. We're open. <laughs> so our, med- our professional medical staff, ED specialists, treat the root of erectile dysfunction, not just the symptoms. Okay. So, you know, this is there's certainly a market for this because uh, notwithstanding the fact that there is Viagra, yeah. Levitra, and, you know, other medications. Cialis. Cialis. Um, a lot of men are having problems in the bedroom. Mm. And um, this is a multifaceted problem. It could be due to hormones. Mm-hmm. It could be due to circulatory problems like diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be due to uh, mood problems, you know, depression. It could sure. be it's often due to medication. Medication Absolutely. does this. Um, and mm-hmm. so it could also even be due to perish the thought. The relationship. Uh. Sometimes <laughs> that's the first place to look. <laughs> I mean, it's not just women who have to be in the mood to get it on. That's right. Uh, that's right. Men, to some extent, you know, it's not just. And men seek yeah. mechanical fixes. Like if the car doesn't work, like is it a carburetor? Is it? Yeah. The, and it's like, okay, something is wrong with my nether parts. I'm going to go to the doctor. He's going to fix it. Yes. I and there's this <laughs> new technology which uh-huh. guarantees. Astounding results. So this is focused linear compression therapy. Mm-hmm. It's also referred to as, and I, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's synonymous with what's called low-intensity extracorporeal shockwave therapy. Now, mm-hmm. extracorporeal shockwave therapy, or ECSW, it's abbreviated, uh, has been used in a variety of conditions. It's mm-hmm. used primarily to smash kidney stones. Oh, my. That's, that's, that's a big slap. That's high intensity. Oh, that's high and intensity. What yes. What I've been told, it sounds like a gunshot when they administer it, and it 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 goes internally in the body and it breaks up kidney stones uh, and smashes them, and then you pee them out. Yeah. And, you know, and um, I think you're given some sort of anesthetic, obviously, I and hope then so. you're given maybe some muscle relaxant or something so mm-hmm. that you can painlessly pee out the fragments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. has also been used. In treatment of injuries, and athletes have used it for a while. NBA players were going to Canada where it was being used uh, for treatment of things like uh, muscle strains and sprains. Yeah. Because it promises to bring circulation back. The shockwave therapy. The shockwave. Mm -hmm. Now, the idea here is that the penis is an organ that is highly vascular. Mm -hmm. And for some men, Mm -hmm. lack of blood flow is the problem. And that this therapy... It's lower dose. It doesn't sound like a pistol shot, hopefully. Uh, that would be a real buzzkill. And it doesn't have to be done <laughs> under anesthesia. Oh, that's uh, good. That's good. But it, it's yeah. it's um, it's a little bit um, uncomfortable, possibly. And you mm. know, I think a, a technician has to apply the device to your 
nether parts. Yes. And then you get therapy a couple of times or three times a week over, a, I believe it's over a five-week period. But there's no, there's no, I, there's no uh, formal protocol for this. Yeah, and it's meant to enhance circulation. Yeah, Is that and, how and the it, shockwave it, works? Some studies say yeah. that it actually um, uh, uh, can help mm. to stimulate the tissue to uh, revascularize. Mm, okay. So that there's a theoretical basis that this could work. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried it on Peroni's disease. It seems to reduce pain associated with intercourse, but it doesn't straighten out your penis that's crooked. That um, requires surgery, right? Yeah. Peroni's? Yeah. 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 Um, the, um, okay. So, uh, they, they, they're not sure how well this works. Mm. I mean, there's some studies that say that this works somewhat. Um, but for men who have really serious problems with circulation or with their nerves, nerve damage can occur in diabetes, for example. It can also occur in yes. certain conditions like uh, injuries to the spinal cord or yes. uh, in uh, multiple sclerosis or something right. like that. Motor vehicle accident. Um, yeah. they, they, if it's vasculogenic... Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a chance that it could work. Uh, it's not FDA approved, so it's kind of it's in that sort of shadow line between disapproved and prohibited versus approved and sanctioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. it's a little bit uh, ethically uh, compromised in the sense that an experimental treatment should not be a treatment. For money, it should be like okay, let's do some studies, and you can you uh, yeah. sign up for a clinical trial. And well, you'll that's get free treatment. that's why it's a hundred dollars off. Right. Regularly one forty nine, now only forty nine dollars. Well, there's so many clinics offering it that they're competing, and people are smart, and they they say, I want to get it, and I look, I call this clinic, this thing, the clinic gives yeah. you the best price. Sure, because um, it's the same therapy. So, um, yeah, it it. Uh, one trial revealed that shockwave therapy worked well to restore erectile function in men with mild to moderate vasculogenic ED. In other words, the blood circulation was involved. Hmm. It did not have an effect in men with severe erectile dysfunction resulting from diabetes or those who had prostate surgery or hmm. bladder surgery or radiation, which can really damage the nerves. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so there, you know. That's interesting. And what's, what's interesting, the proto- it can cost from $3,000 to $6,000 for a course of treatment. Maybe this place is like mm-hmm. uh, undercutting that market, um, or maybe that's a lost leader, you know, and that that gets you hook, uh, you know, on the hook for more treatments, and then it's going to cost you more. Mm-hmm. Um, this, um, you know, it has also spawned some home devices, and the home devices probably are not as strong because they get for met for approval. Somebody's going to try device. to DIY this. <laughs> I'm not I'm just having. Oh no! no I'm no. thinking of like a Tim the Toolman Taylor going. Make it more powerful. <laughs> make it a bigger shockwave. Stay oh, no. away from electrical sockets. Yes. Uh, you oh know. no! That could go very wrong. Yeah. Uh, but they say the these um, you know these um, the home devices are not uh, really. They're sort of like a knockoff of the clinic devices, yeah. which are more expensive, more elaborate devices. Sure. And but they're they're selling them. I, I looked it up, and you can just buy some device, and you can treat yourself at home to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. Now here's a problem too: mm-hmm. is when you do stuff like that, and you pay money, and you experience a treatment, there's a huge placebo effect. 
Yeah, so it's very hard to true. separate that out. That's true. So you know, uh, I'm treated. I'm going to feel better. Yay. Right. I mean, it gives it's, me confidence in yes. the bedroom. Uh, you know, I've undergone treatment, and yeah. you know, it's so much. There's better. no anxiety barrier because you now believe that this is going Performance to work. Performance anxiety, yeah. yeah. It eliminates that. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I think it's one of those things where you pay some money and you take some chances. Mm. Uh, but, you know, just uh, parenthetically, let's take a break now. And when we return, let's yes. talk about that we wrote a chapter. Mm-hmm. We are the world's experts, Layla and I, on this subject, which is nutritional influences on sexual, sexual performance. Health. Yes. Right? Yes. So we'll, mm-hmm. okay, so we'll tease to that in it and you can... Uh, Pay attention to this announcement from one of our sponsors. Here goes. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD Plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make this podcast a free resource to you. Thanks to their underwriting. And now back to our questions. And, and you know, we asked a question about a device which is designed to uh, help uh, restore circulation uh, a focused to, linear compression to therapy. the erectile tissue, mm-hmm. but you know we did a, a very deep dive on the relationship between nutrition, yes, and uh, sexual performance mm-hmm. in men and women. But let's focus on men for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we're not talking about some magic aphrodisiac pill. No, nope. you know there are supplements that purport to help uh, circulation, but that was another chapter in the book that we contributed to. Is the Andrew Weil uh, in, series? Uh, 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 Integrative sexual, sexual health. health. Yes. Integrative sexual health. That's the book. Uh, so it, By I John think it's going to be released in it. That's a, a, a textbook for health professionals. Yes. But it's going to be released in a popular form. They're, they're working on it. Oh, terrific. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Good. So uh, we may be called upon to, to review it. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, so what, what do we conclude about the impact of diet on sexual? Pro- is there, I mean, is there such a thing as a sexy diet? Yes, there or is an such a thing. Unsexy diet. Yes, uh, an unsexy diet would be, you know, like I, I love your uh, your your nod to the makers of Kellogg's cereal to rid yourself of licentious thoughts. Don't have such a such a spicy diet. You're referring to John a, Harvey Kellogg, right around yes. the turn of the 20th century. Yes, yes, yes. Where yes. he had a uh, clinic in Battle Creek, Michigan, where he was trying to purge people of licentious thoughts. Yes. Uh, and what if he eat on, more cereal? He was on an anti-masturbation crusade, by the way. Yeah. And his yeah. his view was that if he ate a lot of meat and spicy food, that, that was stimulating. So yes, you, so you that eat, it was arousing. You that you should eat very bland food, bland like food, like cereal. grains and cereal and yeah. and things like that. Right, things that aren't going to. So we we looked at that and we said, well. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the opposite of what we want to do if we want to be sexier. Maybe we do need cholesterol and protein. Yeah, uh, and 
It turns out that cholesterol is the precursor to all the sex hormones. Yes. And the concern is, like, say you're a vegan, mm -hmm. maybe you're not getting enough cholesterol to make the sex hormones. You, and right. there are some studies that show that vegan men have lower testosterone, mm -hmm. uh, although, mm -hmm. you know, there's plenty of exceptions to the rule. You know, right. And if you're, on a, if you're on a statin, that's another reason a side effect right. is a lower libido because you don't have the substrate or as much of the substrate anymore, cholesterol, to build to your make, testosterone, to yeah, make or, your testosterone. And, DHEA, this and all of that, yeah. Uh, so then there's the other notion yeah. that, um, uh, and, and, you know, iron may play a role in this too. Uh, and, Certainly. You know, iron deficiency can yeah. make women especially feel kind of lassitude yeah. and low energy. But, uh, you know, we also concluded that a typical American diet, which is high in refined carbohydrates, make, makes people fat. It does. And if you're, you know, fat, um, you can feel unattractive, but you, you also... You don't feel sexy. But yeah. it also sort of soaks up your testosterone. Sure. Uh, it aromatizes it. Yeah. The belly fat aromatizes it. And then, and then you get uh, the sequelae of diabetes. You get nerve problems. You get hypogonadism, right. right? Hypogonadism. With obesity. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. so we think that individuals who have metabolic syndrome, often we find the men have low testosterone, we will give them a little testosterone uh, mm -hmm. to, along with a low-carb diet. Oh, yeah. They got to clean up the diet. They can't eat the, you know, the, the cheeseburger, french fry beer, sit on the sofa and take testosterone. And alcohol is another thing oh, that kills totally. testosterone. Too. Absolutely. Right. So you want... Alcohol and marijuana. So these these clinics, yeah. hopefully they take a comprehensive approach, but I doubt it. They, they do. probably don't. They just want to give you the shock. Yes. You know, and, like and the take treatment. Your money. Yes, and then, but they don't do a comprehensive intake. You know, what are you eating? What's your diet? Do you ex By the way, exercise right. also increases testosterone. Sure, not like really punishing long. Uh, Deep knee bend squats is the biggest testosterone booster right. strength training exercise ever. When you, you put the bar in your ever. shoulder and you, you you squat, you know, with progressive yeah. weight, and they, it those the large muscles yes. when they're uh, stimulated with exercise with. Uh, the quadriceps, hamstrings, the they, glutes. They generate testosterone. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From your... it's, it's really amazing. Yeah. It's really so, amazing. Um, and, you know, when you're on a refined carb junky diet, there are a lot of anti-nutrients there that, that burn through your B vitamins, your magnesium, all, all the setup for deficiency. And, really. you know, we also want to say feed your head because yes. a lot of people who are feel low sexuality are depressed. Yeah. And then they take antidepressants or they don't. But depression yeah. in itself is a low uh, libido state. Absolutely. Uh, and then you take medications that further suppress your libido, especially in women. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, and then you take heart medication or blood pressure medication, and those may interfere they do. with sexual performance. So you don't want to be someone who's medicalized. Yes. For mood or for metabolism. Exactly. Uh, or for when the mood can be a quick fix or a very easy fix, like changing diet taking some supplements, just the aforementioned micronutrients, magnesium, right. B vitamins, fish oil, omega-3, things like that, they will help to increase mood. Yeah. You know, so, invariably. I mean, there you have it. I mean, my impression yeah. of these uh, treatments is that they're rather superficial. and um, Well, most, most people think ED is superficial. Right. Well, they think it's a mechanical problem. It can be. It just, yes. That's the way men think. It's mechanical, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's okay. It's like fix it. Yeah, fix the carburetor, birds the gum out, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But Tom, so nice to see a handwritten letter with an article attached. It's paper. It's texture. Very nice. Yeah. 
That's very, very nice. All right. We're going to pause because we divide our podcast into two parts. Ah. Uh, and we have a lot more questions in the mailbox, so let's address yes. them in part two. Mm-hmm. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions, and, and it's working. People are sending questions. Yes. So let's tackle them in part two.